Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to the Friday Five, my weekly dip into the wonderful world of well-being. And this week is no exception as I bring you some heartwarming and positive stories from wellness around the globe. But kicking off though with something closer to home and a new report actually commissioned by Tate and Lyle, funnily enough, looking into Europe's dairy eating habits. Now, as many of you may have already gathered, I am generally a fan of dairy products for their inexpensive nutritional value and grass-fed or pastured products in particular for their benefit to the environment. So I was heartened to see that a third of all young people, that's 18 to 35-year-olds in Europe, are consuming more dairy than they were three years ago. Well, the survey found that the frequency in which young consumers eat dairy products is high, 71% eating cheese. 81% drinking real milk and 69% eating yogurt at least once a week. And what's more, over three quarters of these enlightened youngsters said they would happily consider eating more dairy products if they could find healthier options with fewer additives, especially sugar, with over a third claiming dairy products contain too much sugar something I would agree with when it comes to flavoured yogurts and even kefir. Now, you may be wondering why a sugar giant like Tate and Lyle is promoting a study calling for less sugar in foods. But they actually sold their sugar processing division some years ago, and they also now focus on making extracts for the food and drinks industry, including some naturally derived sugar-free alternatives, things you may have heard of recently, such as stevia or stevia and monk fruit, as well as making prebiotic and soluble plant fibre ingredients. Well, they've been well ahead of the curve with that one, haven't they? And coming back to the study, for those who say, ah, but what about inflammation caused by eating dairy? Surely that will increase too then. Well, coincidentally, I picked up a post last week by the brilliant immunologist and author, Dr. Jenna Macciocci, who you may remember has been a popular guest here on my Lizard Wellbeing Show podcast. 
where she posted some research on Instagram highlighting that the latest meta-analysis on eating dairy products and the possible link with inflammation actually showed dairy consumption either decreases inflammation markers or makes no difference whatsoever. Now, you may say, how come, when you might have seen a study showing the complete opposite? And I think this is an important point to mention when it comes to studies, especially nutritional ones, where there is often a slightly veiled commercial agenda behind which studies get reported and which don't. So meta-analysis or a symptomatic review is where all the available research studies are analysed, making it a much more reliable way to interpret data. Often the results of just one study are highlighted, and you can almost always find at least one study that will give you the answer you're looking for. For example, as Jenna points out, it depends which dairy product you're studying, there are many, and what you replace it with. And inflammation is a very complex phenomenon that's not easily measured. The methods can vary hugely from one study to another. So this kind of meta-analysis really is a much, much more reliable and evidence-based way to assess genuine benefit versus potential harm. And last but not least, don't forget, the study's conclusions you see in the media largely depend on who's written the press release. And there is much more money to be made from promoting artificially processed plant-based alternatives than there is from making straightforward milk, yogurt or cheese. Just ask any dairy farmer. Now, I mentioned in my intro that I would be covering some heartwarming well-being stories from around the globe, and I'm delighted that this week's guest will be assisting in providing us with just that. Hans-Peter Veit is the revered director of Health and Spa at Grand Resort Badregaz in Switzerland, just south of Zurich, where some of you may know I visited last week. Yep, I posted lots of pictures on my personal Instagram about the wellness experts there, as well as some of the interesting well-being protocols that I encountered during my research trip. And as the world opens up post-pandemic, more and more of us are seeking to add a wellness experience into our holidays. And when it comes to spas, there is nothing Peter doesn't know about them. He has been a judge of the prestigious Gala Spa Awards for many years now, visiting well over 200 spas as a mystery shopper. Yeah, I'd like that job too, please. So how did someone who started life as a parachutist in the German army, then went on to be an engineer, go on to become such a legend in the world of high-end luxury spas? Well, it is an interesting tale, and he joins me here to tell us his journey into the world of wellness. So welcome, Peter. I'm really thrilled that you have found time to come and chat to us about spas, because honestly, I think you you probably have the most dreamiest job in the whole world, don't you? Because you seem to spend your life living in and organizing spas. It's amazing. Yes, Liz, I really, I really love my job. And, uh, you know, from the very beginning, I was not in the hospitality or in the spa industry. Um, I started as a parachute officer in the German army and then I studied oh for two years engineering um, really? but then sports became more and more um, um, a big place in my life and then I decided to switch and then to study physical education and sports science in the University of Munich. 
And so having that kind of sports, kind of rugged background, I know that you then went on and did some extraordinary work, actually, with disabled sportsmen and women and young people, actually training the blind and the visually impaired to run. Is that right? Yes, that's right. In, in Munich, they, they had and still there is um, a very big school for blind uh, kids and teenagers and not only the school it's a boarding school but also they started in the 80s to do a lot of sporting activities with a nearby club in munich but of course because of the blindness uh, these athletes needed guides to train and of course to guide them during um, the competitions and this was quite serious wasn't it you actually took some visually impaired and blind people all the way through to international competitions yeah, the, the, my most famous girl, she was nine years old when I started to train with her and she was competing in several Olympics or Paralympics in the cross-country skiing and in biathlon and won more than 10 gold medals. <gasps> that is so inspiring that you can have such an extreme disability and still go on and win 10 gold medals, in, including cross-country skiing. Presumably you would ski in tandem with somebody, would you? Would you have a partner skier? Um, if you go for skiing, you are, you are guiding um, by voice. Really? So it means you are going ahead and you are shouting or singing or whatever and the blind athlete is following you. If it comes to running, if it's a very short distance, 100 meters, you are in the finishing line as right. a trainer and uh, the sportsman is on the start line and you're shouting and if he goes out of direction, you correct the direction. Everything longer than 100 meters is with the guide and you are completely next to the athlete with a very small bandage. Oh my goodness, that is that is just incredible. I mean, I'm, it, it's really interesting to hear the inside of this. And obviously we've had the Invictus Games going on and I think a lot of people have been more aware of, of Paralympians and um, disabilities in, in sports and how so many men and women can really overcome that. I'm interested actually in your running journey and your running story because that seems to have been a little bit of a thread through your early life in particular. And in fact, I know that it took you to Kenya, didn't it? Which was one of my favorite places. Yes, you're right. Um, so I was always a, a sporty guy, but I started with the running actually when I was in the army because we had to run early in the morning and uh, with the weapon and so on. And I, I really liked it more and more. Um, so I started to, um, to train and to compete like 5,000, 10,000 meters on the roads up to the marathon distance. Mm -hmm. um, I was semi-professional, I would say. I did not earn money with, uh, with the sports, but I was quite good, like one of the top 10 in Germany. Yeah. Um, and because I studied physical education and sports science, you know, at the end of your studies, you have to write a dissertation. And because I was so much in love with running, and at this time, the Kenyan runners were already um, the top runners in the world, and it was in the mid-90s. Um, so I decided to write my thesis, the dissertation about the Kenyan runners. And I stayed nine months in Kenya, mainly in Eldoret, on the high altitude where most of the runners come from, mm -hmm. but also in different places like in Iten or in Tanzania in Arusha. 
That's amazing. And that, I've actually been there. I have a home, family home in Laikipia, which is very near that part of the world in the foothills of Mount Kenya. And it is very high, the altitude. I think Nairobi is one of the highest, if not the highest capital city in the world. And you really feel it. You know, you have to catch your breath. Even just walking upstairs can be quite a challenge, at least for the first few days. So what difference does it make then to an athlete if you're training at high altitude? So high altitude training is common in professional athletes for long distance since the Olympics in 1968 in Mexico. So if you do it right and you train in high altitude uh, for a period of at least 10 days up to three weeks, and the body is adapting, especially inside the blood. It means the amount of red blood cells who are responsible to transport the oxygen, they grow. So you have more red blood cells and the body is able to transport more oxygen. And this will result in, um, let's, let's say, in about three to four percent higher speed than if you're not training in high altitude. That's so fascinating. And Mexico, when they hosted the Olympics, the, the place where they were, were competing was at very high altitude. So did that kind of trigger all the athletes to think, oh, my goodness, we're going to have to get used to this. We're going to have to go and train somewhere really high before we go to the Games. Yeah, but it's more than 50 years ago. But especially the sportsmen from the former German Democratic uh, Republic, uh, the Eastern Germans, they did some research and they trained in, let's say, bunkers where they changed the pressure of the air to... Um, Yeah, to make the same conditions for training as you find them in high altitude, as is example in the Olympics in Mexico. So that they would put them in a room and change the air pressure to make it feel like Mexico. Yeah, but it's not so nice because you're really in a bunker at this time. In a bunker. Now, yeah, nowadays, nowadays there are different options if you want to... to um, To make these conditions in rooms, you can just change the concentration of the oxygen. You reduce it and you have the same effect then if you train in this room on a treadmill or on a cycle. That's but, even it's, thing. but even it's better. If It's better if you're not only training in the high altitude, but also if you stay the period like two weeks in high altitude. Because the adaption will also result out because of the, the lower oxygen concentration in the air. So even if you don't train, and I'm not talking about professional sportsmen, but if you, for example, you are in Mount Kenya, near Mount Kenya for a few weeks, you feel the result you, because you feel more fit and in a better shape because your, your blood can transport more oxygen than usual. That's really interesting. Is that why a lot of the, I guess, the Victorians, when they were convalescing, would go to the mountains, maybe they didn't realize that they were reoxygenating their blood by being at altitude for a number of weeks or longer. Yeah, but you feel you feel the effect. Yeah. That's really fascinating. And do you think now that if we took a bit of the oxygen out of our air normally, I mean, is this thing something that you might actually end up doing at home to be fitter? You'd change the air pressure in your room. Yeah, but this is from the technical side, not so easy. It's expensive, right. like between 50,000 and 100,000 at least for okay. a training yeah. room. The better option is, you know, what we are also offering at Gorgels or Badragatz, and it's, it's since 10, 15 years a common um, therapy. It's called the ozone therapy with your own blood. It means you take your own blood out and you enrich the blood with ozone, what is three times oxygen. And then 
you bring back these ozonized blood into your body. And the effect is similar to the high altitude training. And the reason, the medical reason is because the, um, the, ox, uh, the ozone, O3, sticks not so good on the red blood cell as the oxygen. So it's easier to give it away into the cells in the body. And this helps you to get more oxygen in the body cells and will um, reflect with a better condition. Do you know, I was talking to one of your amazing doctors, and I have to say, you, you know, you're the, the doctors and the clinicians at the Wellness Centre, you know, this is not just a, a health farm, a, a beauty spa. This is really serious. In fact, I saw there was a notice that you trained the Swiss Olympic team. Is that right here? Yeah, that's right. Not me, but, uh, but the, the doctors at the Swiss Olympic Medical Centre, they train the athletes uh, competing for Switzerland, especially in the ski Really, yeah, interesting. Well, I'm, I'm looking, you know, you can look out of the window and see see the mountains straight ahead of you. So you're, you're very close to that. Now, the ozone treatment is something that I know a little bit about because I actually tried it a few years ago when I was reviewing a spa in Spain. And I was really fascinated that you've, you've got ozone, which is O3. Is that right? Because I'm, I'm yeah. a chemist. I'm not very good on my yeah, chemistry. Right. But you, you, for my experience, and tell me if this is what happens at, at um, Brand Resort, Bad Regards, is you, you have an intravenous um, uh, hookup needle and you, the blood, you, they take some blood out. I don't know how much was taken out, but I don't know, maybe half a litre, would you say? At least, at least. At least half a litre. Yeah. Okay. So you, um, you, you know, you, you can see that the, you know, that the blood is being drawn out of you. It's then whizzed up with ozone. And then literally just as you're sat there, it's then fed back into you. And you really do feel rejuvenated. I mean, it's, it is really energizing. How safe is it? I mean, for anybody listening, might be thinking, oh, my goodness, this sounds you know, yeah. extreme. No, it's, it's very safe. There are almost no contraindications because it's your own blood and nothing else is infected. And the, and the blood is circulating. You don't put the blood somewhere away, enrich and take it back. It's like a flow. Right. And it's not that you take the half liter or one liter out. It's a continuously process. It goes slowly and slowly. It takes 40 minutes, sometimes 60 minutes. Um, it, it's like if you're suffering of, of your um, kidney disease. Also, you have to clean and to, to like clean. Uh, yes, yes, mm -hmm. you're right. It's the same procedure, but we enrich only the blood with the oxygen. What you said, right? It's the O3. The reason is what I said, because... Um, the body can take the oxygen out of the O3 better and easier if, as if you do or it would enrich only with O2. Fascinating. And presumably, is this something that athletes would do? Would they do it before a competition, for example, to give them a bit of an extra edge? Yeah, you can do it. But there is a discussion about if they should put it on the doping list or not, because it's... <laughs> Maybe not so because I did it and I'm not, was not a professional sportsman, but I did before I did my last uh, Ironman um, competition in 2010. And I really felt a big difference and an increase of about one minute by 10 kilometers. Gosh, so that on the personal really list. give you an advantage. So I know a lot of people listening here might be competing in all sorts of things, just from sort of amateur fun runs to doing half marathons or marathons even. Is this something that's quite popular then with the longer distance runners before they go in for a competition? You know, I'm a little bit out of what the professionals are doing at the moment. Uh, 
we sh you should always be fair if you're an athlete. And we use the ozone therapy not for the professional sportsmen. We use it for the fatigued people who, who need to recharge their batteries or after a cancer um, disease to recover. This is the main issue why, why we use it and with what guests we use it. Yeah, I mean, very interesting. And I can say from personal experience, it really does have an effect. How many times would you have to do it and how long an effect would, would last? So you feel the effect after the first treatment, but we recommend you to do a series out of five up to ten, what maybe once or twice a week. Right. And then how long would you get that benefit for? Because I know when I come back from altitude at Kenya, I feel good, you know, maybe for a week or so. But then obviously, as I'm back at sea level, the, the effect wears off. So the effect when you are living in high altitude for a longer period lasts significant longer as if you do only the ozone therapy. Mm -hmm. Because there are different changes in your body as well. And the better... Um, the, the, the lungs, the heart are trained better, the muscles are trained better. It's, so I would always, if you can do it as a professional sportsman, prefer yeah. you go for high altitude training. It, it doesn't have to be in Kenya. In <laughs> Switzerland, for example, St. Moritz is very, very famous. So when you're in summer in St. Moritz and you run around the lake, you see only Kenyans running there really? <laughs> and training for the competitions in Europe. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Do, do the Kenyans still win medals then running? Um, you know, um, I just recently saw a statistic over the last years that 60% or 65% of all marathon runners of running faster than two hours and 10 minutes are from Kenya. Isn't that extraordinary? And in 85, in 85, Africa had only 20% um, of um, professional marathon runners. And in 2019, it's almost 90% of the best runners in the world are from Africa. And Africa means Ethiopia, Tanzania, and Kenya. Yes, yeah, the really high East African sort of Rift Valley yeah. countries. Just amazing. And I think what's really interesting about the, the Badragaz Spa is that you can bring so much knowledge from the sporting side and the rehabilitation side, and you, you combine this seamlessly, and you've got amazing programs. I know there's a whole range called New You. You can choose like sports rehab, can't you, or detox or weight loss or whatever. But you, you combine in a very rounded way so many different therapies from nutrition to obviously the beauty side, the thermal waters, which I'd love to talk to you about, mm -hmm. sports. You know, it is it is so varied and, and I have to say really impressive. And, you know, hats off to you because it's, you know, as the overall director of that, it's, it's an extraordinary accomplishment. Yeah, but we have to say that that we are really lucky because we come from a very long tradition. Our medical department, what is a part of the hotel and the Grand Resort, um, was established in 1962 like this. So about about more almost 60 years old now. We have 20 different doctors, very qualified. And we have a long tradition in offering weight loss and detox programs over the last 30, 35 years mainly for the Middle East clients. Now their, their kids are coming, their grandchildren are coming if they are overweight. 
But uh, a few years ago, we decided a team of doctors, of spa specialists and nutritionists that we want to um, have a wider range in the offer what we do. And as you said, uh, we established our new new you programs in uh, 2020, focusing not only on losing weight or healthy food, but also to conserve beauty, um, to go back to activities or helping for rehabilitation, experience the nature or just feeling better with our um, recharge program. Well, let's just pause here for a very quick ad break. And once we return, Peter will be sharing more on using thermal waters for wellness, as well as how to get the best from a sauna. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. What I love about the Bad Regards area in Switzerland is that it's really been built around these natural thermal springs. And I actually visited the Tamina Gorge, where the thermal water comes from that, that just supplies the whole of Bad Regards. And it comes out of the ground really quite hot, doesn't it? It's, it's, it's really a warm temperature, which is quite surprising for, for a natural spring. Yeah, um, the temperature is exactly 36.5 degrees. And this is exactly the body temperature of a human being. So it means if you do therapy with the water, the body is not losing temperature or doesn't have to cool down. This is one of the positive effects. And the water, the mineral water is heated 1000 meters below. So it comes from 1000 meters down the ground and comes up and we take it carefully from the spring down to the resort Ragaz and also to Bad Ragaz because the thermal water is everywhere in the village um, without losing a single degree of the temperature. 
I have to say it's extraordinary, and as well as the really exclusive spa pools, which are uh, beautiful, absolutely outstanding, there's also the most enormous public bath complex, which looks quite space age. I mean, it's really architecturally, visually very stunning. I'll, I'll see if we can pop some pictures on our social media so anyone right. listening can um, can have a look at the same time. And the pools are in different temperatures. So there's one huge main pool, which, as you say, is this 36.5. And is that just the water literally that's come out of the ground that fills this enormous swimming pool? Yes, all the pools in the resort uh, um, have the water from the thermal spring. But there is a turnover of almost the whole water inside the pools within one hour. So an average of each guest in the Tamina Thermal, this is the name of these uh, public um, public thermal, thermal bars with 14 pools, um, is about 200 liter per guest. So you always have fresh water. You're always swimming in fresh water. Yeah. So tell me then, if you go to um, you know a normal hotel, for example, that has a pool with filled with normal water, which presumably is is um, you know disinfected with chlorine, how how often would they change that water? It depends, but it's um, regulated by the rule. In Germany, for example, it's once a year. Once a year. Yes. But of course, the water will be purified, will be cleaned. Most they do it with ozone filters mm -hmm. to filter it out, but it's still the same water. Oh my goodness! But because we have the we yeah. have always fresh water, and this is also we are lucky because we have an outdoor pool, not only at Tamina Thermal but also in the resort. It costs a hell of money if you want to heat the outdoor pool in Switzerland, where maybe in the, at night uh, there oh, is zero degrees. Yeah. So that literally has this this free flowing circulation of warm water all the time, night and day. Yes. How amazing! And I have to say that is quite a staggering fact about public and hotel swimming pools. I shall think carefully about that. Yeah, and if it's sorry, yeah, if it's, I mean, I'm sure they're very safe and very pure, but they are, as you say, still the same water that's being swum in by. Yeah, and it's also a matter of energy saving if it comes to sustainability. Um, about 15 years ago, the uh, resort used about 500,000 liters of oil to heat and to produce energy. And then we changed it and we now we take the energy of the hot water, what just goes out of the pools, and we take the energy back and we reduced um, the consumption of oil down to 50,000. So it's only 10% of what we used to, uh, to need about 15 years ago. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. And I think what's also interesting about the warm water is I know that wherever you go around the resort, you, you can put your cup under lots and lots of drinking fountains. And I know there's a big emphasis on drinking more water. I was told that I have to, you know, really be upping my water content. I think I'm pretty good, but, you know, I'm not drinking anything like the two to three litres a day that is being suggested here by the, the medical staff. But wherever you go, you find these lovely drinking fountains and you're actually drinking warm water because you're just drinking it as it comes out of the, the thermal spring. Is there a benefit, do you think, to actually drinking water that's, that is warm? Yeah, it's like, the, like from the Ayurvedic rules, they also drink warm water and it's a major thing of you, the body does not have to, to heat or to cool down uh, the temperature of the water. And of course, you know, some scientists said that the water, what is warm, has a more energy inside. So it's a living water and it brings you the body, the energy back. 
That's really, I'd never even thought about that, that actually if you're having, I mean, I don't particularly like iced water. I normally have it room temperature anyway, but it's still cold. I hadn't really thought about the fact that my, my poor body was going to have to take some energy to, to make it, you know, to, to adapt it, I guess, to, to my own body's thermostat inside. Interesting that you talk about living water, because we are hearing a lot more about that, about people, um, I don't know, kind of energizing water with crystals and things like that. What, yeah. what do you think about that? Is that all a bit woo-woo for you? The scientists, scientists, they are not all talking in the same level. But on the other hand, you cannot fail if you if you do it. So I believe that there are that if you have pure water coming out of a source on the Swiss mountain is much healthier than if you maybe have just purified water taking out of the Rhine, Rhine River or that you filter it six or seven times, as you said, told me it maybe happen in, in London. Yeah, no, it, you get the same water that's circulating around and it's, uh, you know, water, of course, it is a big issue for the future. And it's something, you know, going back to our chat about Kenya, that you really come to appreciate and, and be thankful that we do have taps that turn on and that water comes out of it, because that's a privilege that's denied to many. So I think, you know, wherever we're getting our water from, we need to be thankful that we have it. Um I remember talking to you about spas in general and, and setting up spas. You were one of the judges for the Gala Spa Awards. I don't know whether you whether you still are, but I think, did, did I hear somewhere that you visited around 200 spas worldwide? Yeah, that's right. You know, the Gala Spa Award and Gala is a people magazine, the most famous people magazine in Germany. Um, they had this award for more than 20 years. Um, together with my former hotel where I worked, the Brenners Park in Baden-Baden. So because I was the director of spa in Baden-Baden, I was also involved over these 15 or 17 years in um, checking as a mystery shopper the spas who applied for the Gala Spa Award each year. But the Gala Spa Award after COVID is not held in Baden-Baden anymore and I'm not working in Baden-Baden anymore. That's why I'm not in the judging team anymore but i'm still 10 years or since 10 years i'm also a judge for the world spa and wellness awards in london what are held normally in springtime at the same time as a professional beauty and also there i'm in the in in the mystery shopper team and i had the chance and i'm very very thankful for that that over the last 17 years i was able to to travel a lot and to see the the best and the finest spas all over the world. That is extraordinary. I have to say, you know, coming back in another life, if you want a dream job, to be a spa mystery shopper. I mean, that just has to be the yeah, best, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's only like, say, it's 10 days, 10 days, 15 days a, um, a year. And, you know, it sounds great. And I really loved it because you, you go to different places, you have massages, facials, you have different kinds of treatments, extraordinary food. But um, you travel only one day. And if you go one day to, I had one trip. I went to, to Sweden one night. Then I went to Iceland. Then I went down to uh, Istanbul, from Istanbul to Dubai, then to Qatar and back. This is not so it's relaxing, not relaxing, relaxing it's I would say. <laughs> <laughs> but fantastic to, to give you that overview. And 
coming back to the the spa practices that you're focusing on at Bavregas in in Switzerland, obviously there's the thermal water, and the hotel itself is is quite historic, isn't it? Because was it the first one here to really focus on the spa waters and, and to bring people in from another era to to enjoy the thermal springs? So you know the water. The, the, the thermal water in uh, in Bad Ragaz is from 1242, so it's almost 800 years tradition. It's not a bathing tra- bathing tradition down in Bad Ragaz. It started in Pfeffers, where there's the old bath, and you can still visit it. But the Tamina Therme, the public thermal bath, what you mentioned earlier, um, celebrates um, its 150th birthday this year. So it's really, really old and the hotel is even older than these 150 years and thermal water was always um, a, a key element for the success of the hotel. And especially the British, and I know because I live in Baden-Baden and other places, they love these cure, these bathing culture in the end of the 19th century. That's why most of, or a few of the iconic hotels in Switzerland look a little bit like um, like like British or are called like where I worked before the Victoria Jungfrau or something like this. So the British were very much in Switzerland at this time. Mm, fascinating. And I love the story actually about the the sort of the founding father of the hotel here. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I understand that he was a farmer, a local farmer, who fell in love with a Russian duchess. Maybe she was yeah. visiting the thermal springs. I don't know. And to tempt her back to uh, to Badragaz, he built this beautiful building and spa for her. Um, but sadly, it wasn't enough, and she wasn't tempted back. But he then still had this amazing construction. Yeah, but this very often happens happens with ladies. <laughs> 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 we had the same issue in Baden-Baden. That is just so interesting. Um, so moving on from the waters, which is, you know, one great treatment, you also place a great emphasis on saunas and sauna therapy and hot and cold. And, you know, one of the things that you have really got me back into since my visit is cold water dipping. And in fact, only this morning I had my shower, was thinking of you, and I turned the shower temperature right down to as low as it would go and counted 60 seconds while I had my cold shower to re-energize me. So can you tell me a little bit about your sauna therapy and your hot cold treatments? Yeah. yeah you know, it's not especially what we are doing. It's the sauna culture. And this comes from, from, from the northern part of Europe. Um, but the positive effect of the heat of different sauna elements only works when you have the cold and the rest. So you need these three parts to be healthy, only to sit in the sauna and to compete who will be as long as in the highest temperature, this is not healthy. So you need you need cold experience, heat experience, and possible possibilities to relax, to step outside, to breathe the fresh air, to rehydrate, to drink in between. This is really healthy. And some of the designers of the spas in the last 10 years, they only focused on the design. Good looking, very good looking, big spas, uh, big sauna areas with windows with a lot but maybe or some of them they forgot the, the cold experience a cold plunge an ice fountain for example and the possibility to step outside 
I noticed actually the ice fountain um, at Bad Regards, and it's extraordinary. It's just there's this huge bowl filled with crushed ice. How how does that work? What, what was I supposed to do with that? I mean, I just sort of picked up handfuls of it and passed it over my face because it just felt really refreshing. Yes, or you just take grab one hand of ice and you you go along your body, especially the legs or and the arms to cool down after the heat experience, especially when you had been for 10 minutes in the finish sauna, what is the hottest element? Okay. And so the different saunas then, they are at different temperatures, are they? How would you work your way around? Do you kind of work up to the finish one, the hottest one? Yeah, it's, it's more depending on the constitution of the body. The finish sauna is not for everyone uh, because it's 1995 degrees. So if you suffer um, of cardiovascular problems or you have problems with your veins, you should not, or it's, it's forbidden to go in, um, in the Finnish sauna. There are lower temperature saunas, they call like the bio saunas, and the temperature there is about 60 degrees, but you feel the same heat because the, um, the humidity is much higher. And you know it from Kenya very well, it's more the humidity rather than the temperature to feel hot. Um, and then the next step is um, a steam bath. The steam bath is normally 47, 48 degrees, but in the steam bath you have 100% humidity. And it feels exactly as hot as in the Finnish sauna. And there is an even more healthier element, and it's called the infrared sauna. This is different because the heat does not come from the cabin. The heat comes from these infrared lights inside the walls of the cabin. And this, because of the long, the length of the wave of the infrared light, um, this goes much deeper into the body, into the muscles, and heats the body from the inside. So it lasts better and there are almost no contraindications because you don't feel the heat. It's, it's warm, but not hot. That's fascinating. We are hearing a lot. I mean, there's a, a lot of talk amongst the kind of the so-called biohacking community talking about infrared saunas and infrared light panels that you can sit in front of. So that is giving you the same effect as a sauna, is it? But literally from within. So the wavelength of the light is penetrating. So your body is, and um, I guess, recovering. I know it helps with collagen regeneration and muscle yeah. recovery. So you're doing that without getting all, all sweaty in a sauna, but you're doing that from within. Is that right? That's right. And also it's an excellent treatment if you do exercise. So after a long run or a hike in the mountains, it's much better to sit in the infrared. Maybe you combine it also with a sports massage rather than just go in the 95 degrees uh, finished sauna. Mm, interesting. But I've really taken on board what you have said there. And, and I, you know, if anybody listening is a, a sauna devotee, you know, maybe in their public health swimming pools or whatever, um, is the fact that it is the three things. It's all very well to go and sit in a sauna and get nice and toasty. But really, after that, you absolutely have to have your cold shower or your plunge pool. Is that right? And then yeah. you absolutely have to have a period of rest as well. Yeah, that's right. And as you experience today in the morning with the cold water in the shower, you know, much more than 150 years in Germany, um, um, the Kneipp established these where you're stepping inside the water till the knees and you're changed between cold and hot and cold and hot. And this will really help you um, to increase the metabolism of the body. I absolutely loved the Kneipp at Bad Regards. We would say Neep, I think it's spelled. Okay. P -P -P -P, Neep or Kneipp. 
and that was um now who was it who invented that was it was he a monk that there was some um it was not a monk but i don't know the english word but but the guy who is in the church what is the name yeah some sort of pastor like a priest a priest, priest. life was was a german priest but not not a monk right so so this priest and i, I think it was hundreds of years ago he basically cured a lot of people in his local community didn't he by simply getting them to walk as you say up to their knees so not 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 a deep you know pool but a really sort of shallow like a foot bath to walk alternately between warm water and then cold water is it is it as simple as that yeah it's really really simple it's simple like, like that and we could do that at home. We could run a, a, a cold bath and then have a, a, a bucket of warm water, perhaps, and alternate our feet. Yeah, you can. And how does it work then? Why why is it so good for the body to do that? Yeah, because you know the 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 blood runs through the the veins and the arteria. I don't know the the English word. And of course, because of these um, action on the skin and on on the blood circulation will will um, modulate i say um the the blood pressure oh, goes yeah, up goes yeah. down goes up goes down the pores you know when you're freezing your 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 skin is reacting when it's hot your skin is reacting and here you do it like one minute hot one minute cold and you you do it over a period of five times cold five times hot and this is these how you say these exchange the difference between hot and cold is a positive effect and it's, it's really enough to do it with the legs you don't have to jump in with your whole body right that's i, I love that i'm going to try that and i have read that if you're doing that altern alternately you should always finish with the cold is that right yeah, yeah. right and then get some rest afterwards of course and put a pair of socks on and put your feet up and don't forget to drink and drink the water <laughs> Thank you for the reminder. Peter, it's been fantastic to talk to you. I think we've gleaned so much and we've been on an amazing kind of global journey. What are you seeing coming up in, in terms of trends in spas? What are the new things? I know that when we met in Switzerland, we were talking about chakras and, and crystal therapy massage. I mean, do you think we're going to see more of those kinds of things coming onto spa menus? Um, yeah, you know, spa now is mandatory in luxury hotels and you have to differentiate. And I think it's not so much about the crystals and other things, but alternative therapies are coming up, but also a holistic approach where you should not forget the mental health. 40, 50 years ago, the spa started with beauty, beauty farms, and then with body treatments, then it came up to the fitness they included fitness, they included um, healthy food, but now it's time for the emotional part, I would say. And not for everybody, but if you do it right, to have medical services, medical programs, rehabilitation programs in the, in the luxury hotels, this is, in my opinion, the future. It is, we are thinking about this is the future at Grand Resort Bad Ragaz. It's not so easy to establish. Even if you have a lot of money, you cannot just build a medical spa who, what works. Yeah. It's easy to build a pampering spa if you have enough money. Um, but clients are seeking more and especially after the, uh, the COVID pandemic on their health and they're investing in their health. And if you combine a health prevention program with a luxury holiday experience together with your family, then of, of course, this 
is easy to sell because a lot of guests know that they have to do something to stay healthy for a very, very long period of their life, but they are not willing to invest two or three weeks alone somewhere in a boot camp. <laughs> they want to enjoy it together yeah. with, with their loved ones. Yeah, I, I think it's, you're absolutely right. And I think that is the, the future, particularly of, of so many now when booking holidays, is that you want to have an element of, of well-being and you want to come back perhaps, you know, not only feeling recharged from resting, but actually with fresh intentions and regimes that you can simply, you know, carry on at home, even if it's something as simple as getting a bit more time outdoors, turning the temperature down in the shower, you know, drinking more water. This can all kind of set you up on the path for better health, can't it? Yeah, and our guests are lazy. They don't have to compete for the Olympics. though. So they will only stay on track if it's joy, fun and happiness. And it's coming to food, it has to be tasty. You cannot be your whole life on a boring diet if you have the money to travel wherever you like to do. You want to live your life and you want really to have fun and joy. Mm -hmm. I think that's that, that's a great note to end on, you know, no matter what your purse strings, joy, fun and happiness, absolutely integral to well-being. Peter, thank you so much. It's been lovely to chat with you. Thank you for your time today. Yeah, Liz, thank you very much. It was a great pleasure for me. Big thanks to Peter and all his team at Grand Resort Bad Brigaz. And if you want to find out more about their many varied new you packages, simply head to www.resortregaz.ch. That's resortregaz.ch. CH being, of course, the shorthand for Switzerland online. And for those who subscribe to the Lizelle Wellbeing magazine, you will be able to read my full review of the spa and its facilities in an upcoming edition. And speaking of which, I hope you love our latest issue out this week. Da, 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 da. It's going to be landing on doormats around Britain and even far across the globe anytime now. So this is the May-June edition because we are a bi-monthly publication and I have to say it is very joyful and refreshing to read, packed with well-being wisdom, evidence-based, you can trust. And so if you're not yet a subscriber but would like to take a sneaky peek, head over to the Lizard Wellbeing YouTube channel where I have just posted a short film clip of this issue's contents to give you a flavour of just some of the goodness you will find inside. And for all those subscribers who are listening here, thank you very much indeed for all your kind feedback left for my team and me. We really do appreciate your comments and are so delighted that you are enjoying what we do. If you would like to subscribe and haven't done so, just head to the website lizardwellbeing.com and you will find all the details. But until the next time we chat, go well. Bye-bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.